0: you've reached a bonus level of the Thoughts and Players podcast.
1: Hello, good day, and welcome to the Thoughts and Players gaming podcast, the brand new gaming podcast with bold takes and no strings attached. I'm your host today, Corey, with a bonus level. Today we have a special guest, Chris. What's up, buddy?
0: What's going on, man?
1: Nothing much. Now, uh, you're brand new to the podcast, so why don't you kind of just tell the audience like a little bit of a gaming history or what you enjoy or just anything about gaming that you want?
0: Uh, So uh, I have kids now. Uh, I've been Mm. playing video games since I was a kid. My son loves video games. Uh, My daughter likes them, too. Uh, she plays them on her iPad currently. My son uh, gave him a PlayStation Four. I have the PS Five. He thinks he's really cool. He actually <laughs> has like he has a four terabyte hard drive on that PS Four, so like he can play as many games as he wants. So that's uh, kind of cool. But um, I use video games to kind of escape the stresses of reality. I think I think that's kind of why everybody else plays video games as well. Um, mm-hmm. Still kind of trying to decide where I started because I don't know if it was like the PlayStation 1 or it was the uh, Super Nintendo, uh, the Sega you know, because I played all of those, started playing all of those around the same time, so, but I know that Sonic was like, nah, what was it, Double Dragon? Double Dragon was was like one of the first Sonic, um, those were like those games were some of the first games I still love watching my mom play Resident Evil, but uh, I'm big into art, you know, like drawing, and I love uh, great graphics and everything like that, so it's uh, really kind of it, man. That's where my uh, video games, uh, that's where I started gaining an interest.
1: Hey, man, that's what I like to hear. Um, like I said, we have a bonus level, and this topic this week is um, the best side modes in games. Now, when I talk about side modes, I really mean obviously not the main mode so if you're playing a story mode in the game or if you're playing like the main multiplayer mode i'm not talking about those i'm talking about the things that are a little bit off the beaten path that you might have to kind of look and find but we think that these are excellent examples of these and they might even be better than some of the main modes in the game so uh we each have four for you so let's just kind of jump into the list i'll start first if that's cool with you that sounds fine man all right, so first one I want to hit up is one that I haven't played in a long time, but I remember really enjoying it when it came out. I want to talk about Splinter Cell and the Spies vs. Mechs mode. Now, Spies vs. Mechs came out in the sequel to Splinter Cell, Pandora Tomorrow. Now, Splinter Cell is a stealth-based, uh, stealth-based game. You know, it was kind of rivalry, um, Metal Gear Solid. And while I'm not a huge stealth fan, when this second one came out, they had a multiplayer mode where It was two-on-two, two Two people were spies, which is the stealth-based, and two people were mercs, and it was objective-based. The spies had to get to a certain area and, you know, arm a bomb or steal something, and the mechs kind of had to um, stop them. And I thought it was a great example of one of the first multiplayer games I played, where it was like, it's not just like even ground. It's not just two teams of soldiers going at each other. It was like, hey, one team's a spy. They have very different abilities from the mercs. So when you would play either one, you got this very different experience. And it was just, it was, it was great. And I know that every Splinter Cell since have, like, added this mode and kept it going because it's so good. Now, we haven't seen a Splinter Cell in a long time, but I can guarantee when it does come back, this will be a big part of that game. And as not a stealth gamer myself, this, to me, was better than the main game.
0: Yeah, I think if they do drop another Splinter Cell, that might become, like, Nearly the main mode, because it it was that great.
1: Oh no, it was yeah, it was a great mode. It was it was a really good time. Like I said, I haven't played it in a really long time, so that's about as much knowledge as I have right now. But Chris, you want to hit us with your first best side mode?
0: Uh, okay. I mean, since we're kind of already in the shooter, you know, realm, um, we'll just go with Call of Duty. Um, got the prop hunt mode. So that um that is exactly as it sounds. Uh like so you have two teams. Obviously, you have uh a team full of uh soldiers uh and you get uh a weapon, usually some kind of uh I want to say SMG, right? Right. Yeah, you usually get like an SMG, 30 rounds, unlimited though. Uh, But they you can't have the drum or anything. You only have 30 rounds so that you have to reload, you know, constantly. But uh, then you have another team that is props, like literally props. So like, um, excuse me. Yeah. Props. So like if you're (laughs) like if you're like in the jungle, um, like somebody will be like a like a tree or um, (laughs) like literally a tree or like a crate or a barrel or something like that and um you just kind of have to try to blend in with the with the map. Um so it's actually a really fun game mode. Um I was actually introduced to it not too long ago. Um so uh but anyways, um it's it's really a fun game mode. Um yeah, I don't really know how much how much else to say about it. You do get like concussion grenades so like if somebody is like shooting at objects around you and you feel like they're going to get you and figure you out, you throw a concussion grenade and you kind of take off and you got how many changes you get like three changes. Mm-hmm. You could you could become a different prop. You can um you can drop uh clone items so that the you know the opposing team is shooting at the clone items. Um it's really a fun game, man. It's really a fun
1: game. Like when you try to explain it to people, it seems like it's not as fun as it really is. Cause like yeah. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it almost feels like hide-and-seek, you know? You're this yeah. item, but, like, I think what, like, advances it is, like, the ridiculousness of it. Like yeah. you said, um, like, some of the items, like, the mall, you can be this giant arcade machine, yeah. and it's like, where am I supposed to hide, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I, no, and like was, you switch. Was... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
0: No, 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 I was, I was going to say I played uh, with somebody one time, and as the prop, you have the same abilities, as like uh like if you were like playing the game as a regular soldier nearly mm-hmm. so like you can climb on things you can jump, um and things like that. But there's a there's a there's a button that you press to stick right. So yes. like, cause if cause if you don't right, you could be on an angle and then you hit the controller and your your item will move and it'll look obvious right. So yeah yeah, you, you want to kind of line whatever item you are up just to kind of make it look natural like it fit like it's fitting naturally into the scene and you hit the stick button and and like you're frozen, right? Um I was playing with a guy that literally uh climbed up on top of a van and then jumped off the van and hit stick or freeze or whatever in midair. So yeah. he won he won the round the whole he won the match <laughs> by being frozen above like regular sight level. Right, right. Like that's so like a
1: key to the game mode. You have to oh look my up. God.
0: You, yeah, and, like, and it's 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 incredible, man.
1: Not only that, a lot of these items are some are very big, but some some are pretty small. Like you might get like a bucket or like a wet floor yeah. sign, and, and that's, that's where the hilariousness wants. comes, you know. Because I remember watching you play, yeah. and you were running around, and because this item is so small, it's so yeah. hard to hit, and you yeah. have like you said the same agility, so you're jumping through windows, and you're going around corners, and it just yeah. it's um it's easily the funniest mode in Call of Duty. In, like, a game where I think it takes itself very seriously, yeah, I think a lot yeah. of people overlook this mode. Like, that's not, it's a kid mode, but it's not. It's a, it's a lot of fun.
0: It's a lot of fun. I think it's, like, uh, it's, a, it's a good, like, whenever you and I play uh, yeah. Call of Duty together, like, we usually start our gaming session with that and end it oh, yeah. the same way. Yeah, it's, it's just... I, and I think it's it's a good party game, too, so...
1: Yeah, like I was, I did not know it was in this most recent Call of Duty, but when I bought it, that was the first game mode I went to. Once I saw it, I'm like, prop hunt. I've been waiting. I've honestly been waiting years because I know other Call of Duti'es put it in the game, and I know it's been mm-hmm. it's been a game mode in other places for a really long time. But man, lots of fun, uh, prop hunt. Yeah, give absolutely. it a try. Like really, give it a try. I think you you'll enjoy
0: definitely. it. Yeah.
1: All right, <sighs> second game I want to talk about here. This one is a uber-famous game mode. Um, It has spawned so many, like, copycats, and it's fun in almost nearly every game. I want to talk about Horde Mode from Gears of War 2. Now, we were just talking about Call of Duty, and they have a very famous Horde Mode-type zombies, which is fantastic. Now, we weren't sure if we wanted to put two Call of Duty games in, so when I looked this up, Horde Mode actually came out four days before the first zombie mode. Wow. So I feel like Horde Mode earned its spot on this list now for anyone that doesn't know what horde mode is it's a group of you and four other teammates and you pretty much just have to protect a main spot and survive you go through um i believe 50 waves of enemies and the waves keep getting harder and harder first wave you'll definitely win just the weakest enemies and then after like five they'll put out like a big brute or like a or like a boss enemy after 10 and it's really nice in this game because you can also build up the level around you you can build defenses you know you can build you can build fences, you can build like um, barbed wire, you can build turrets. So you can kind of like bunker down in this spot and really just kind of like build up as best you can to try to stop this. And it's it's very engaging, very fun. Um, every gears of war, I think have added it since. And like I said, it's just a almost a mainstream, like side mode in all of gaming now like you see a lot of these things going on you know i know plans for zombies to put in a horde mode like i said zombie mode for call of duty um it's just it's just everywhere and i believe this was the first one that started it and they continue to do it the best so yes horde mode the gears of war franchise gears of war 2
0: yeah, so sorry, man, my, my daughter You're came good. in, so I kind of shoo her off. But um yeah, horde mode, man. I if you and even if like if you type it in on YouTube, like every game will pop up. Like cause there's a bunch of horde modes in, in all every game now. But the uh that one in Gears of War is legit.
1: Yeah, yeah. And like zombies didn't copy it because like I said, they came out four days after, but it did come second, so I gotta give it to Horde from Gears.
0: Yeah, yeah, good mode. Um, so I think uh, the next one I want to talk about, I'm not even sure if it's. I don't even know if it's like a bonus level. I mean, I guess that it is because uh, you don't know the the main mode uh, originated. I don't think this mode was on the. It, it definitely wasn't on the original like versions of this game. But I want to talk about the two uh, K NBA two K My Team mode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a pretty big mode. They have like annual competitions or you you know you play for i think it's a quarter of a million dollars and you could split up or i think it might have jumped up to five hundred thousand like one year and you split it with your team and stuff like that because esports is getting huge now right so right um, so but the, the my team mode in, in uh, nba 2k is uh, it's pretty legit man um the main mode is obviously going to be the my career um and um, a lot of people love playing that um my team though, I think it's, I really like it, um, really into it. Uh, main reason behind that being it's like, uh, it's so customizable, right? So like you basically like collect cards, right? And the cards, you know, you can, it's just like, like Pokemon, right? You, you right. collect the cards and then like on the game, um, you know, those cards become, like, 3D or whatever. So, like, you collect cards or you open card packs and then you get, like, a bunch of different random players and, like, shoes and contracts and stuff like that. The shoes help boost uh, players' abilities. The contracts determine how long you can have this player, uh, like, on your roster. Um, But it's customizable. Like, you know, so you draw, like, you open these card packs, you purchase card packs with points that you get from playing uh, against uh, either um, computer you know, computer teams or other players, like on the internet, uh, it's pretty cool, man. Like to have, be able to have a team with like Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Shaq, um, Steph Curry, um, you know, Kevin Durant, maybe, you know, however you want to make your lineup It's just, it's all over every generation, every era of basketball. Um, uh it's really fun you can customize you can make your own custom core you can make your team from wherever you want to make them from you can make your team symbol like it's just it's insane the the level and the amount of uh customization that you can have uh in that game mode is is amazing
1: yeah yeah two things like you've already pointed out but customization in those types of games is huge cuz like when you're growing up a sports fan or a, game, a fan of like 2K you always dream of having your own franchise where you can like literally do whatever you want you know like i'm a huge nerd so i remember i would download jerseys off the internet for this mode for the spider-man you know right and like because i wasn't good enough to make it myself but they would put so much detail into these jerseys home away alternates and the court looked sick with like custom icons in the middle and on the side and the basket like that's the coolest part and you've also mentioned like it's like an NBA fans like fantasy. Like hey, putting this former player with this guy cuz that would be the greatest teammate. So mm-hmm. it, it is a fun mode. And like you said, most people go for the my player, which is cool. You know, you kind of get to build yourself up, but that is that's such a long grind. This feels a little bit more manageable.
0: Yeah, uh, the my player is it's definitely cool and like you yeah. know, getting to play uh online versus your friends you just kind of building up your one person showing everybody what you got and how skilled you are like individually uh, but I think uh, the my team um, is a little bit more of a, like a classic basketball mind game right well you I- know this this player is good at You know, shooting mid-range jumpers, this player is good, corner threes, um, set up the defense, it allows you to pick a coach, and it tells you what this, this coach will boost morale, this coach will boost energy, Um, you pick a playbook, defensive, offensive, it's just, it's
1: crazy. Like getting to know you, I can 100% see this being more of your favorite game game mode than my player, because you're always a big picture, I'm about the big picture, not just myself. I'm looking at every aspect of everything. And that's kind of like right up your alley. So, um, yeah, yeah. good pick, good pick. All right, I also have a sports game. I want to talk about Final Fantasy X Blitzball. Now, I don't know if you ever played Final Fantasy X, Chris. Um, I don't think Mm. you have, but... uh, it's like a classic, RPG. I don't even know if you play RPGs, but it's a classic RPG. Now, what do I mean by that? It's, it's very over the top. It's very dramatic. It's got like a really heavy story. The characters are wild. But in this story is a uh, national sport that they play. It's called Blitzball. Now, it takes place in this big spherical dome filled with water. And you're pretty much taking this ball, and it's like, it's, it's underwater soccer pretty much. Now, that's kind of like, it's in the middle of the game. But it's not the main mode. You actually do have to play a couple matches of it to advance the story. But after you do that, there's a couple things you can do. You can then play it at your will for prizes and weapons that will help you in the game. So the fun part about it, though, is it's a little bit like my team where you can kind of manage your team. You know, this world, this RPG world is filled with a ton of different characters of a ton of different races. And at a certain point in the game, you can then recruit these people. You can recruit other people from other teams and you can get the best of the best, which is awesome, you know, because you also pay them how much money you how much money they want from the money you've collected in game. So, mm-hmm. you know, and they play for a certain amount of games. So you can end up building this like who's who of the best blitzball players in all of Spira. Which is nah. the country? The country the game takes place in.
0: Yeah. See, the thing about Final Fantasy to me was like I think what killed it for me was like the Disney characters.
1: No, that's Kingdom Hearts. That's not the oh, same. Oh, okay. That's so, not okay, the so same. Cool. So good. Yeah. good, Okay. No, I mean, I no, still okay, don't. I still don't think the game would be for you because it's yeah. it's it's like adjacent but, okay. to that. I remember it's, there's there's two different games and they
0: are yeah. very they are very similar. But oh yeah. Like, yeah. It was, it was like a that that one does that one have like the big ass swords and and whatnot too? yeah yeah it's very yeah, it's very, see, it's very it
1: adjacent a... to it like you say yeah. Disney, and it does yeah, yeah. have like the power of love the power yeah, yeah, yeah. of friendship I, I, this crystal no, controls no. all so
0: one of one of one of my friends one of my friends is like big in the final fantasy like yeah big into it and he like he uh i worked at ion star and he would always bring in like his was it PS2? Is it PS2 okay, that he yeah. used to play it on? I think he used to bring in his PS2, man, and like he'd have like a little monitor, and he'd he'd hook up his little monitor like at the job and be playing I mean, Final a,
1: Fantasy. Like a, at the job. That's a uh, real big fan of Final uh, Fantasy.
0: I can't. I just can't like the the guy is like four foot he's four and a half feet tall and but like your weapon, friend like, dragging, or the game
1: he's oh the, no no, no <laughs> the game
0: <laughs> like the guy's four and a half feet tall and he's dragging a seven foot long sword and he's just like i don't know man it's just not for me man i i get it
1: and like it, it is not for everybody but i love it man i just love that whole anime I, aspect of, of it a lot of people do a lot of people do and like, I'll say this about Blitzball. Like, RPGs are like really known as like a systems sort of game. You know, you gain mm-hmm. levels and you get points in the strength and something. So, with Blitzball, they didn't make it like they didn't. It's, I said it was underwater soccer, but they didn't make mm-hmm. it to where like, hey, you got to have good reflex and stuff. It's all, it's all a numbers game. Like, every character has specific stats and that'll determine if you can make that Lock pass it. or if you'll yeah. score that goal. You know, it's just numbers against numbers. So, it's a very tactical game, which. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe you find yourself putting more hours in the blitz ball than you do the actual game once it's all said and done, because you can. So blitz ball, that's my third game. Really, really enjoy it.
0: All right, for sure. Um, so I guess this is a sport, too, man. So I guess we're going to kind of run through the sports. Uh, (laughs) My next my next one is um, graffiti mode and and Tony Hawk Uh, So, skateboarding is a sport. Yeah. Skateboarding is a 100% a sport. Yeah, yeah. X games, all of that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but graffiti mode. So uh, essentially, I don't know I look, many people, many, many people were huge fans of Tony Hawk franchise and all of that. And um, I just read uh, recently that Tony Hawk was like trying to get um, uh, the comp, as the Activision that makes that game, right? Yes. Okay, Tony Hawk is trying to get Activision to um release the game on other systems, other platforms. Cause it's right now it's just a PlayStation game. So uh he saw that uh he saw that Crash Bandicoot was uh released on uh multiple systems, which mm-hmm. I hated the Switch. by the way. I, I hate that they did that. I really do. Like, you know, I, it just takes away from the nostalgia, right? But um so Tony Hawk wants the same thing. Obviously, it's about money to him. Right, like, hey, everybody, let everybody play it on Xbox, and it's what all a, about money. What a man, criminal
1: man. thing! Everyone enjoy uh, my game, Uh, but
0: you know, it just takes away from the nostalgia, man, and the the exclusiveness, you know. Uh, but you know that's 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 a, that's a complaint, so that's neither here nor there. But there's a mode on the game. It's called graffiti mode, where essentially, like, um, every ramp, rail, wall, everything on the on the game, um you can do tricks off of and whatnot so the 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 concept of the game or that mode in the game is just to like do the biggest largest most point gaining combo off of this ramp um and then once you do that like the whole ramp will turn whatever your color is so Mm -hmm. like and you want to have the you want to have the most um objects Uh, turned your color so the most rails the most ramps the most like you just have the want to have the most objects uh turned your color by doing the sickest combo on the object um so it's pretty cool like um just i mean i don't know i guess it just shows who who's the best you know at at playing the actual game um that's i don't know it's just it's it's just different right you know they have no no for sure they have one that's called, like, a combo mambo, too. Um, it's basically the same thing. But, you know, like, if you're just, like, dyeing an entire ramp, like, red, because red is your color, um, you know, that that looks a little bit different. So, it's just, like, it's, like, immediate gratification, uh, like, playing combo mambo or something like that.
1: No, it's, it's a lot of fun. Like you said, it's multiplayer mode, one versus one, and it's really... It's so easy to see how well you're doing or bad you're doing. So, I don't know. It's just like, do I go for this ramp that my brother has already painted blue? Dead, or should dead, I?
0: Cause he, because he definitely just did a... 400,000 right.
1: point combo on. Right. do I do I, um, so you, do I waste my you, time trying to get this or do I try to get every rail just a little bit so I can right. get more cuz it's not about your total points. Like you can pull off a million score combo on one one ramp and that doesn't matter. You know, if mm-hmm. I do 10 small tricks on 10 different things, I'm going to win the game. So it's got a really really good push and pull of like yeah, it's it's a it's a strategy thing.
0: It yeah. it becomes a strategy thing because uh they have it online now you can play it you can play that mode online yeah right with now. the remakes so, okay yeah so they have it online now and it's like you and like i don't know five or five or five to seven other people i don't even know i don't even remember really? how many people i get to yeah but there's a bunch of people so like you'll have people tearing it up man so you can't even really do like if you play locally like you and just one other person like of course you know you could you could get a bunch of small things in that like but, yeah. like Online, like you'll have 15, you know, if you got like 10 people in the lobby or 10 people in the lobby, uh, you know, and everybody's doing a bunch of tricks, like it's really hard to kind of get win by just doing small tricks on a bunch of different items. Right. So you got to you kind of got to bust like larger combos on the items because somebody will come right behind you and immediately try to take it.
1: Yeah. That actually, I didn't know they let you play more than two people. That actually brings a lot more strategy to the table. Yeah. Because now you have, now you have like, hey, you have the leader who has five things, and now everyone's going after that dude. So you almost want to, like, play your cards, like, close to the chest. Like, all right, I'm not going to get too many. I'm going to kind of focus on this one, then get some at the end. So
0: Yeah. I mean, you get a few minutes, so you just want to kind of, I mean, if you can, if you're one of those players that can, like, Constantly bust million point combos. I'm not. Like, you want to try to do that? I, I'm <laughs> not either, man. <laughs> I think the the I think the largest combo that I've ever like landed and pulled off was like four or five hundred thousand. So okay.
1: I mean, like I that's that sounds really good. I I played the new remakes, but I did not get into them that much. They seem fun, you know, but
0: nostalgia, man.
1: I'm looking for that Tony Hawk Three remake. All right. That's the one I grew up on.
0: Okay. Yeah, I started the original, man. Tony All Hawk right. 1 and 2.
1: Great soundtracks, by the way.
0: Yeah. They, they brought them back. They added some. They did. Too. They, they did. Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly on there. Woo-hoo. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so I actually have my last one, and this is actually probably my favorite side mode in all of games. I know for a fact I've played this longer than the actual game just because I loved it so much. Now, I'm talking about Sonic Adventure 2, which in my mind is a, is a pretty good Sonic game. It's, uh, uh, you can play six different characters just like a pretty much a story mode. play Sonic, Shadow, Tails, Knuckles, Roge, uh, Dr. Eggman. But in that game, they have a side mode called uh, Chow's. Chows are these little blue creatures that are pretty much in a lot of Sonic games now. You know, they're like side characters, little baby-looking things. But in this game, you can raise them, pretty much like a Tamagotchi. You know, they have this chow garden that you go to after levels, and you will feed them the animals that you save throughout the game. Because if you ever played a Sonic game, you know, at the end of the level, you usually open up this case, and all these animals will go free. And that's really awesome. And Sonic Adventure 2 kinda does the same thing. As you're going through the level, you can save these animals. Now the animals never had a purpose before this game, as far as I know. So when you go to this chow world, you bring back some of the animals you collected, say a gorilla, say a cheetah, and you hand it to your chow. And then he will kinda give it a smooch, a kiss, maybe he eats them, I don't really know what he does, but then he'll take the attributes of this animal. So if you give him a cheetah, he'll get cheetah legs and his speed increases. So you keep playing the game. And as you're doing this, you're increasing these chows. And by the end of the game, you know, maybe 10, 15 hours, you have a couple chows that are really, really, you know, uh, beefed up. And you also feed them plants and you get them stronger, stuff like that. But what you can do with these guys is you can then compete them in different activities. You can do a karate where he's fighting another chow. You can do races. You can do swimming. You can do flying. And all this is based on how much you've raised this chow with the certain attributes that you want, because in the Sonic world, there's a ton of different animals. Um, and it's just so satisfying. It has so much depth to it that you would not believe. Like each of these levels also have like secret animals. Like you might find a Phoenix, which is that bird that comes back to life. He's a great flyer. You might find a unicorn. That's super fast. And when you get them back, like I said, you can make these things look really cool because they do take the, the look of these animals while still keeping their chow, um, innocence. But, uh, Man, great mode. I like that it takes the main mode of Sonic, the actual playing the levels, and it um, incorporates it. You know, sometimes these modes are so not even connected at all, it feels like different games. But no, in this one, you're really, when you play the main mode, you're really helping out your child mode. Um, and I told you at the beginning, you can have six different characters. So you can go into the child world with Sonic. Now, if you go into the child world with Sonic and you give your child, um, animals and you give him fruit and you pet them and you treat them well eventually he'll hatch as a different kind of being he'll turn into an angelic child and what that does is it gives you a second world in this little child world that's like heaven you go up there and there's fountains and there's harps playing and there's great music um <laughs> And also, you can take Sonic and you can beat the living mess out of your chow. You can throw him against walls. You can punch him. You can roll into him. It's horrible. It's, it's, it's child Put him or animal abuse. in cages am- and stuff it's, like that. It's, it's child or animal abuse. And then obviously, when you do that, they'll turn into this Satan spawn that brings down an underworld. And it's got yeah. cages. And it's got bats. And it's got lava. And... Like, these were secrets that you didn't really know about because the Internet was kind of in its infancy when I was playing back then. And to have this thing hatch and you're like, whoa, this guy has an halo. He looks like an angel. And right. now there's a whole new world. It was it was just fantastic. And there's even higher levels to that. You can get them to ex- like die, I guess, again. And they turn into like this whole gold form. But there's just this whole little thing to the side game of it you can give them items to make them stronger you can take them to classes to learn music you can give them toys that you'll play with now it's not the most manly of game modes like i'm talking right now it it really is like like raising a baby but Mm -hmm. man it's it's fun i recommend it to anyone that that likes caring for things or abusing things yeah um, it's both demographics
0: They kind of compete like, uh, like, uh, what's that? Like Mario Party.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have you can put them in any modes, and there's like different levels. Like you'll do like the uh, C rank races, and those are pretty easy. Like the people that you verse are still pretty much babies themselves. And then once you get gold in that, you'll win a prize, and then the B rank races will open up. You win that, you get A rank, and then you get S rank. By the time you get to S rank, the only chows that you're versing are like the ones that are all gold, all silver. They're the top of the line. So to win that one is, whew, it's tough. But that's what gets the game so, so much like hours to it. I don't know. It's just, just a ton of fun, man. (laughs) And like, you don't, you, and you don't control these chows. Like, the most you can do is cheer them on during a race and it'll increase their speed a little bit but they have stamina. So even though you don't directly control them, you kind of have to know when they use the stamina. Like when they jump off a cliff, maybe use it then because they get a little more flight and they can clear the cliff in one jump instead of going to the pond beneath and climbing. Stuff like that. Um, Great game mode. I, I wish they had not brought it back to any more Sonics. Like Sonic Adventure 2 was the only one that had it. And if another Sonic announces that they have this fully game mode in it, I will buy it and I will play it
0: uh yeah i mean maybe i don't, I don't know because i guess it, it is you don't you don't have to pretend like to like it chris you don't no, have no, to I'm pretend not, <laughs> i'm not no, I, what i was gonna say is that uh i think i guess it correlates to the main mode because you get collect the animals and whatnot at the end it's kind of uh this disappointing like it it kind of just like makes sonic like the it really kind of makes the main mode uh the, the reasoning behind whatever Sonic does pointless right cuz he cuz he's no. like going through all this man he goes through the whole map just to beat up Dr. Eggman and save these animals and then you save the animals and you take it to this other mode and you feed them to this mutant like it's, it's <laughs> this mutant it, just, it
1: completely <laughs> kills the whole it's, like purpose of the it's like, um of you being it's, Sonic. it's it's not specified what happens to the animals you like i said i think they give him a kiss And then the animals that you brought in, they they no longer well, they no longer move. They stay in place, not moving at all for like five minutes, and then yes, they disappear.
0: Right. So like, yeah, it basically is.
1: I think it's a little bit like a Death Eater. I don't know if you're a Harry Potter fan at all, but yeah, they they, like take their soul from them.
0: Right, exactly. uh, So, like, to be fair, the chows
1: Chow's are much cuter than the animals you save.
0: That's fine, man. But, but you like, you literally like save, you go through the whole map, save these animals. You got to go through like two, like, it's like two every time in Sonic, right? Animals? No, no, no. Like, uh, when you go through like a, a level, right? Like mm-hmm. so, like you go through the level, you go through it one time, and then you go through the second round, and you fight Doctor Eggman, and you get the animals. And-
1: um, yeah, Sonic Adventure Two is a little different. It's like uh, going long one long level. Okay. Yeah, you play as Sonic and you can collect up to 10 animals. And like yeah, I said, I'm, every mm. every level has like, I believe, one special, like high ranking uh, animal. So I'm gonna I'm gonna
0: stick to, to the classic Sonic. But I told you,
1: I told you if you really feel that way, you can be Dr. Eggman or like Shadow or Rogue, which are the bad guys in the game, and you can do that with the Chows. So like Eggman can be giving the animals to the Chows, which feels more relevant, you know, like he's killing the animals, which is cool. It's
0: right. cool. It's, it's not, not cool to cool. kill animals.
1: <laughs> Don't kill animals. You're a psychopath
0: yeah, if you do. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so then uh I'll go to my last game, uh, which is uh Which is also the about
1: animals abuse. Yeah. Nice, uh, yeah. It is. This is true. Wow. <laughs> this 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 is good and flowy. This this right took here. a dark turn. But this
0: is good and flowy, <laughs> though. So, but um Pokemon Stadium for the Nintendo 64. Um yeah so I know that you everybody is kind of everybody kind of got their start watching the show the cartoon on uh, collecting the cards and then they dropped the um uh, the pokemon game the cartridge on the uh game boy color mm-hmm. um so everybody kind of got their start playing pokemon and game boy and um you know you build up your pokemon you go through the world you try to get eight badges um you you, you got the pick which was a really big deal like you if you wanted pikachu then you pick pokemon yellow if you wanted charizard you would definitely went to grab red if you want a blastoise you got the blue they didn't drop a green one did they
1: for uh all right so when they first came out it was pokemon red and green in japan but when they brought uh, it to america it's pokemon red and blue right because
0: we got and blood so they were like yeah <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> i mean that's exactly what it was for crimson blood so uh, that's how you represented what side you were on yeah man so you know if you blood, you got the red one if you, was cut, <laughs> right. you got the blue one like, right
0: but uh no so everybody's kind of used to that you go through build up your pokemon strength collect the badges uh so on and so forth um and then um um uh, and then you battle your friends. You trade Pokemon with your friends, you battle your friends, you uh connect with that with that cord. Um I don't know. Remember, I don't remember what it was called. Something linked. The link cord. The link
1: cable. The link cable. The link
0: cable. Yeah, the link cable. And you battle with your friends, you trade Pokemon with people. Um, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh but then uh Nintendo sixty four uh introduced uh something called it was something pack. Now, either way it goes, it was a pack, right? You plug it into the back of your uh, Nintendo sixty four controller, and you put your game cartridges in that pack, um, and then you could use your Poke. You could either you could either play your Pokemon game uh, on your television instead of your um, Game Boy screen. Like you could play the actual. It looked the same, but it'd be on your TV instead of your um, Game Boy, which would obviously be on a lot larger picture. Um, and a better picture, even at that time, because this was I mean, geez, this was like 2000. This is like 2000. So this was 21 years ago. Um, but, it, the, the you know, the picture was still a lot larger and a lot better uh, on your big back television than it was on your Game Boy, right? So you could play that mode and you could also battle like in 3D, like your Pokemon would become 3D. Um, you could battle your buddies uh, if they were at your house. Um, I don't think they had on, they didn't have on mine by that. No. They didn't have on mine yet. But your buddies could come over and they could plug their pack into the back of the other controller and they could battle you with their Pokemon that they built up on their Game Boy. Um, and you could also battle like um, people that they created for the Pokemon Stadium game. Like they right, had right. like, they had like gyms and they had towers, like kind of like Mortal Kombat, like they had towers <laughs> and you like, then you pick like Three of your Pokemon that you wanted to battle against this guy,
1: and but it was cool. Is there um, gave... is there fatalities in Pokemon Stadium? No. Oh, uh,
0: it, it was just, gotcha. it was just like it was just like playing uh, <laughs> yeah. it was just like playing it on the Game Boy. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> but I think a cool part about it was, and that's not even really like a this is not like a side mode, right? But it, it is it's like a like a uh, it is like a side mode. It's, like, something that's not, like,
1: initially... It's, like, not initially known, you know? That's not, like, the main thing about the game.
0: Yeah, it's not, like, the main thought. Like, when you think about Pokemon and playing Pokemon, like, you're thinking about playing it on a handheld system. Right. And um, so, like, when they introduced uh, you being able to do it on uh, the Nintendo 64, it's, like, it's really cool. It's, It's a diversion, you know, from the regular, you know, the regular thing. And I think that they've... Pokemon has... Well, they were pretty good at it for a while, keeping up. But now it's kind of they. I don't really know how much... I don't know. There is an open-world Pokemon game that they've started making, though. Kind of. Kind yeah. of. I have a real,
1: I have real problem with Pokemon now. Yeah. So I'm not the best guy to talk to. I'm kind of a hater. Yeah. I'm a hater that keeps buying them. So I'm a, del- I'm a delusional <sighs> hater. I just... I um, don't
0: know, man. I, when they started, like, making... Like the what was what were those? The unknown? And they looked yeah. like they they were like music letters. Jokes. Letters. yeah. yeah they, letters. They're letters. Yeah. They're letters and then they Is had, that what lost uh, you? Yeah, and then they had Pokemon that started looking like that was the jeans. only the
1: second game. Yeah, they
0: had Pokemon <laughs> that started they like well they had Pokemon that looked like ice cream cones and then yeah. Pokemon. That looked, Vanilla. Yeah, Pokemon it looked like like a set of child keys. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, that's I was like, yeah, I can't I can't continue on. But um Pokemon Stadium though, it's I think one of the other things about it that, that I really appreciated was like during these battles or whatever, like whenever you're battling somebody, you had instant access to your Pokemon boxes. You remember mm-hmm. how like you used to save your you used to send your Pokemon over to your uh they magically disappeared into your Pokemon yeah. box? Um yeah. So, like, you'd have, like, and you could only have 20 Pokemon at a time if you wanted to go get that. If you wanted to utilize that Pokemon, you were already carrying six. You'd have to go to the uh, Pokemon Center. You'd go to the computer. You'd take your, you'd switch out the Pokemon. On Nintendo Stadium, on Pokemon Stadium for Nintendo 64, you have instant access to any of those boxes at any time, like, during a battle and whatnot.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to lie like one of the reasons I never bought Pokemon stadium is because I didn't know you could do this, <laughs> like yeah. I didn't know you could actually bring your team from like red or blue or gold or silver or whatever it was and actually battle them because the Pokemon yeah. stadium games, they make the battles look so much cooler than they did on the Game Boy. Like, there's yeah. actual animations, there's 3D models, there's, co- like, really vibrant colors. Like, when you do, mm-hmm. like, Bubble Bean, it looks like it really has an effect on the other person. So, yep. like, my main diss with the Pokemon Stadium games was, like, I don't want to just play random Pokemon that I picked. Like, I wanted my team, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And, yeah, that you can do that. I didn't know. So that's yeah, like you
0: missed, out. You missed yeah, out. That's
1: huge, man! Like I would have been having tournaments at my house. Like, hey, this is my team. You know, we're fighting man. in three D. Yeah, I had
0: a I had a buddy. I used to go over there and play him all the time. He used to really whoop my ass though <laughs> every time, every <laughs> single time. Man, his Pokemon were just so far superior to mine. Right, right. He used to whoop my ass, man. Uh, but that's the same thing for like, um, what was it Splinter Cell? Yeah, yeah. If I would known about that mode, I would have played it. That, I mean, it was, I would have had the game. But I I don't I don't like stealthy, like, just complete stealth games. I, right.
1: Uh, that's not my thing, man. I mean, that that was me, too. Like, I, I remember buying the first Splinter Cell and not really playing it too much because I just suck at stealth. But that second one, mm-hmm. man, that was a great excuse to buy it again because the mode mm-hmm. was so much fun. And, like, I guess, I don't know, a lot of these games are a little bit older, so I don't know if people are going to go back and play them. But it's just one of those things that, like, like you said, you didn't know about some of these. I didn't know about some of these. A lot of these modes are like almost hidden and they don't really get the respect they deserve, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I said, with my child, with my child guarded and child raising, that's such a big part of that game that when you see a review for that game, you never like see, like, hey, also this. You know, you see the main part of the game. So it's nice that we're talking about these for future reference, you know? Like, yeah, I'm not gonna go back and buy Pokemon Stadium, and you're not gonna go back and buy Splinter Cell. But when those next versions come out, we both might be yeah. game. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, I I'm not gonna do Pokemon because I, I don't like. Well, you know, yeah. I don't, well, <laughs> I don't like the direction that they went. Like they just. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah I think true. I think if they would have stuck with like like gold or gold and silver, those were like that was my limit. Like I liked those games. I had silver. Um, a friend of mine let me. We actually traded. Uh, we actually traded games. I don't remember what he had, what game I had, but I, at the time, I had a Game Boy Advance or whatever. Maybe the little one that folded. Okay. The SP. Wasn't it yep. the SP? Game Boy Advance Kay. SP. So I had one of those, um, and I traded him a game, and he gave me his Pokemon Ruby game. Okay. Yeah. And and I, I started to play that for a while, but I wasn't really into it. So I don't even remember any of those, but like I think for me, I, I didn't want to go past um, like Entei and and um, uh, what was the what was the bird on the silver version? And Ho Oh and um, Lugia,
1: Ho Oh,
0: Yeah, I mean there's, I, there's like over nine hundred Pokemon out. now. So. I didn't want to go past that. There there's like too many, and and I just I felt like it was getting really generic, and they were really running out of ideas. Like I said, they made the the Pokemon that looked like the ice cream cone, and the one that looked like a pair <laughs> a, a a set of child
1: keys. Have you seen um, the um uh, the trash bag one? There's a trash bag. It's literally a trash bag. His name's like Gar- Garbivore, something like that. What?
0: You see what I'm saying, though, man?
1: And like, I don't hate it as much. Uh, Trubbish. His name is Trubbish. He's, he's a trash bag. Like, like rubbish <laughs> with
0: a T. Like a yes. tra- trash bag and trash rubbish, rubbish together. Yeah. Wow. No, I don't hate it. That-
1: I don't hate it as much as you. I've got really big problems with Pokemon. The actual Pokemon aren't the issue for me, but I can see where you're coming from. Like, as a gamer, we mature. You know, Pokemon started as a kid game for kids, but as we get older, we would like it to evolve evolve to where it's like, hey, this is also for adults. You know, you're getting a little bit more mature storyline, a little bit more mature Pokemon, stuff like that, Mm -hmm. but they really have not But... And
0: what Ash is do? like the same age. Like <laughs>
1: Ash, <laughs> Ash Ash has been
0: like 10 for 20, 20 years now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, know, what can so you do, man? I don't I don't know, man. Um, I I just can't, man. I I don't like it because my son doesn't like it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, <laughs> I feel like that's that that's saying something about it. Like if my six year old son doesn't have like the same energy about it that i had when i was six years old like the enthusiasm right like he just doesn't he could he could care less about it like he he doesn't like it at all so for me it's like yeah you guys aren't doing something
1: right (laughs) well thank you for listening to our pokemon hate bonus level (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because I feel like, I feel like me and you, I feel like people like you and
0: I are like older people and the, the nostalgia that we have for it. Like, I feel like that's keeping it alive. Like yeah. Pikachu is still the staple because of people, our age and the nostalgia that we care for so much. Like, I feel like we're keeping
1: Pokemon alive. It needs a, um, it doesn't need a boycott, but it needs people to stop caring as much. So Pokemon Company will be like, whoa we need to give them what they want but the problem is they're kind of giving most people what they want already most people still they, just want that
0: It's kind of, it's just kind of too late man they've, yeah. they've done they've done too much damage man there's over 900 you said now over 900 yeah that's that's ridiculous man it was <laughs> remember I mean, but, like, that was a big deal, man. Like, the Pokemon song, like, you used to do your best to try to remember all 150 Pokemon. Like, now there's no way they could do a Pokemon song now. To be fair, there's more than 900 animals
1: in the real world.
0: So. So, who cares?
1: (laughs) All right. Um. So that has been side modes in gaming with a little yes, bit of Pokemon sir. talk at the end uh, a lot um, of Pokemon. a thought. lot of Pokemon talk all right Chris uh we always do a final thought here so I will leave it up to you first Do you have any final thoughts it, it can be about anything it doesn't have to be about side modes it doesn't have to be about Pokemon it can be about your
0: beard I mean I don't care oh no I'm not gonna talk about my beard it's amazing it speaks for itself right uh, fine final thoughts man um my final thoughts are actually political we'll stay away from like diving too deep i'm not feeling what's going on with these guns right now The gun control yeah so that, that it? that's that's, oh, that's it. it that's it yes i'm not gonna go super deep with it thank you feeling that. <laughs> thank
1: you for not going too deep yeah. I really appreciate that. Uh, My final thoughts are this. Now, Chris, I appreciate you coming on, man. This has actually been pretty fun. Um, You know, we just recently started playing games together, and we've been playing a lot of Call of Duty. You know, you're a big Call of Duty fan. I'm just kind of getting into, like, my Call of Duty fandom, but I kind of want to ask everybody a question. Now, me and him have really opposite views when it comes to what we want to play. This maniac likes um, hardcore mode. Is that what it's called?
0: Yeah, hardcore and team deathmatch.
1: Hardcore mode is not where it's at. So I want to ask anyone that listens: let me know if you are pro hardcore or pro fun. Oh, Those wow. are your options. So, so it's do not. Do you fun. like hardcore or do you like having fun? Because whenever we play, we've got to play hardcore because obviously he's the boss because he's got the bigger beard. So That's my right. final thought That's right. is a question: Are you hardcore or are you not hardcore? Please let me know. But um. Let yeah, us know. that's uh, yeah, it's just like,
0: it's guess like, are you a real Call of Duty player or are you not? That's really what is you should right? ask, okay. yeah. Because okay. if you if you got to play softcore, then you know,
1: I mean, I just find it funny uh, that hardcore is locked behind like separate modes, like it's not on the main screen, you actually got to go look for it because it's hidden, like even prop hunts out on the main screen. That's I, mean, all so that's,
0: I mean, that's great, so that completely relates to uh, our episode today right,
1: right but it level, wasn't
0: like it was side in here modes, here because it's like not the best. side like side modes hidden gems
1: no that are hidden not, the main not a gem <laughs> all, right, man. all right that has been it for the bonus level um if you made it this far thank you for listening we appreciate it so much you know we've we been do. almost on for a year so this has been a fantastic ride uh chris thank you again for joining me today yes sir um and like I said, if you like what you heard, check us out on our social medias. We have everything. We got Instagram, we got Twitter at Thoughts Players2, we got TikTok, TikTok, which has been great, run by Jeremy. Um, Chris, you also have a Twitter if you want to uh show that off a little bit. Yes, what do you got? sir.
0: Um, so my my handle is Chris K-R-I-S Sr. S-R Brown B-R-O-W-N. Chris Sr. Brown. Uh that's my handle on Twitter. Um, if you want to find me there. Uh, I think that we'll probably, you'll probably put a link uh, to this yes. episode on your Twitter, yep. right? So, Yep. Yeah. Um, tag give, me. That man
1: a, give that man a follow. He has the wisdom of an 80-year-old. Just full of great stuff to say and also a lot of sun sunrises.
0: Yeah, sunrises, from, yeah. From places full, we've never
1: been. I'm full of wisdom. I
0: know that you should definitely always play hardcore. hardcore. <laughs>
1: okay, so if you like what you heard, please also follow us socials give us a listen on any of the podcast services apple google spotify blah 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 thank you guys so much this has been a bonus level we will see you next week